And welcome back to the Pin for Pin podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Axon, and today we are here with the head coach of Milligan University, Coach Brian Rickert. So, Coach, how are you doing today? Doing fantastic. Thank you for having me. Glad to have you on. And so, Coach, I'll start off with starting at the beginning. How did you get into the sport of bowling? Uh, the beginning. Um I would say I probably started just like a lot of people in bowling and I started as a, as a young person. I was about eight years old. My father actually got started in bowling when he was in his twenties, um, late twenties. Uh, I think he won the, an award his first year for the worst bowler in the entire league. Um, and, but he, he fell in love with it. And so I got dragged into the bowling alley with him whenever he would go and um, spend many weekends just hanging out running around the bowling alley looking for quarters from the pinball machines and, and, um, and, uh, just fell in love with it and, um, uh, bowled throughout my, uh, elementary, middle school, high school years. We didn't have a high school bowling team. So just bowled in the local youth leagues, uh, went away to college, didn't bowl very much there. Uh, we didn't have a bowling team and college was busy enough. So, um, got back into it, uh, outside of college and, uh, um, started, um, didn't start coaching until, uh, well, a backup in college, I got a degree in, in physical education. Cause I realized I just loved teaching people how to do things and especially athletics. Um, and so after I graduated college, uh, I got a job teaching uh, and coaching. I coached football. I coached basketball I coached track I've coached girls softball I've coached uh, just about any sport and just fell in love with the coaching part of it and then um, uh, in oh, late 2009 10 11 I was asked if I wanted to help out with coaching uh, the high school bowling team uh, where we were living and my girls were starting to to bowl in high school. So I said, sure, I'll give it a shot. The next year they asked me to be the head coach and run the whole program. And, uh, we, you know, just took off from there. That's pretty interesting, especially since you were, you've bowled all throughout your life and, you know, you took a little bit of a break in college, you didn't bowl as much, but then getting into teaching and being, such a versatile coach to be able to coach all these different sports. That's pretty cool. And then you getting the reins to handle your own high school bowling program. Yeah. It's amazing how life works. Um, and I've just always had a love of, of sport and teaching and to be able to put it together into now a career. Um, it's, it's, it's definitely been a blessing. Um, you know, and we were blessed to have some really great bowlers that came through the high school that I coached at. Uh, our ladies went undefeated uh, for um, the six or seven years that I was there. I think it's up to like 10 or 11 years still. They haven't lost a conference match and, and the guys improved tremendously. And I think, of course, as a coach, you're a product of, of the people around you and the, and the young athletes around you. So I was blessed that that probably opened some doors for me to start moving into the collegiate ranks. And talk about your move to the collegiate ranks, because high school coaching is one thing, but taking on a college team must have been a 
nice transition or an interesting transition, depending on how you look at it. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely a transition. Um, th- there's not too many similarities between the two other than the sports you're doing. Um, it's like jumping into the deep end of the pool with both feet, just the difference um, with recruiting and um, compliance. Um, and in a way, you, you become you know, father figure more for these college athletes because you're spending all your time with them. Right. And, and, and yeah, you become a family. And I always say your family is interesting because your family, you don't always get along with them. You you don't always want to hang around with them. Sometimes you want to hit each other more than hug each other, (laughs) but, but, but your family and you're always going to have their back and you're always wanting them to succeed and in the end, you know, you can sit around the table and share stories about growing up or about your teams in the past and remember when, remember this, and, and you'll always be connected in a way. Right. And you had spoken that there weren't many similarities, but were there any, was there anything from coaching high school that you were able to take with you? to the college ranks? Well, you know, I'll, I'll be honest. When I started coaching, uh, it was because I love the sports um, and I love teaching it. And I think if you don't evolve in your philosophies and mindsets, you get stuck. And I started becoming more of a, of a uh, uh, learner of the actual uh, aspect of coaching. And when I was in high school, just trying to get better myself. I started reading some of the philosophies of some great coaches out there and, um, and learning that coaching, if you're just in it to try to win, you know, the contest or try to get the highest score, uh, it's, it's not very fulfilling because you win one tournament and then the next tournament's up and, you know, you've got to strive for that feeling again. But if you're working towards transforming lives and, helping people become better people. That's truly what's successful. And I think that I definitely took that from that high school to the college arena. Um, uh, But what's nice in college too, is you get to pick your team in high school. You don't get to pick your team as much. Um, Right. Yep. You're, you're stuck with the kids that come out there and say, wouldn't it be who to join the bowling team Um, that, you know, may or may not fall in love with it. And you're, you're trying to do the best you can with them and still create that family unit. But um, in college, you can kind of mold some pieces around, hey, who fits the culture we're developing and who's going who's gonna to do well within, within our group. Yes, and having those two experiences, I would think is helpful if you had so much success with a team that you couldn't really pick, you could recruit some kids to join the high school team if you see them in class or if they come out to the team Mm -hmm. and then it would be fulfilling to see them grow into being a successful bowler but then having college kids who want to be a part of your program who want to go to the school that you're at I would think that's also fulfilling because they're already bought into again your coaching philosophy and the philosophy of the school right no that's 100 percent his when I talk to recruits, that's one of the biggest thing I want them to be is, is all in with the school. There's so many great universities out there in colleges from community college, all the way up to the division one schools. 
And you've got to find the place that connects with you, that you're going to be an alumni and look at your diploma and say, I'm proud of that. I, I, that was the best four years of my life. And so at Milligan, it's the same way I was when I was at Ottawa. Is that I want you to love the atmosphere and what Milligan stands for as a university. And then if it's a good match with the bowling team and with my coaching philosophies, and then truly, I mean, there's nothing better than those four years in college. And what are your coaching philosophies? Um, we want to be the, one of the hardest working programs out there. So we want to put in the work. Um, we want to be students. So, and, and Milligan's a tough school. So if, if you get in at Milligan, you've already proven that you can work in the classroom. And a lot of those people tend to be able to work on the lanes as well. So we're definitely very, very hardworking. But here at Milligan, we're going to put others first. It's a servant mindset. It's a, it's a Christian university. And that doesn't mean that we're, we're better than anybody else. Um, it's just the mindset of, of trying to put everybody else before yourself. And that's what we're going to do in our team is we want the success of other people more than the success of us. Uh, I heard somebody say it once, um, try to be the best person for your team instead of the best person on your team. And truly when you have a group of people that are looking for everybody else first, or whether they're looking on the lanes and, and, and watching how you're throwing the ball versus being in the back all upset because they didn't throw it well, then you can do some special stuff. That's an interesting perspective because bowling is one of those individual and team sports. You're doing it for yourself, but you're also doing it for your team. And it just depends on the circumstances and the tournament. But when you're bowling for a team, you're wanting to help each other and be there for each other with that family aspect, as you were talking about as well. But like with some of these power programs who have 30 people deep on a roster, it can be hard to want someone else to succeed because you're not getting that opportunity. It's, it's definitely um, a rare mindset to have. Um, Especially when, like you said, when you're in such a big group to put, you know, Hey, such and such cool. We won first place, you know, but I'm on the developmental team. Um, Sometimes it's hard. And then you got to have a great coaching staff to have the connection from from the best person on the squad all the way down to the team managers and even the people working in your bowling center that everybody has a part to play in the success of the whole. And um, yeah, that, that this, those are the great cultures in sports where the, you look at many different sports from Clemson university and, and, you know, in football and, you know, my favorite Michigan state and basketball, They've just got a tremendous culture from the best person all the way down, like I said, to the team manager. And since you're a first-year coach at Milligan, how are you going to build the team culture? Well, it's a unique thing because I've, I've been talking to the kids that are coming on board this year is they've got this opportunity to develop a program with me, um, square one. We're going to sit down and we're going to talk about what's important. What are, the, what are the best things that you've taken away from your high school experience that you want to bring into a college experience? What type of person do we have? Um, I'm talking to some of them, you know, our, our first motto is going to be no knuckleheads <laughs> because 
yeah, they bowled with enough of those, you know, and that's, that's what I'm talking about with the team first versus the individual first. Usually those knuckleheads are the ones that are a little focused on themselves too much, but um, yeah, they could sit in here and develop this, this culture. That's not only going to be for their four years of bowling here, but it's going to be something they can look at in 10 years and say, you know what, they're stooling, still doing the things that, that we started year one. Um, and that's a unique experience. Yeah, and they get to develop the program's identity. A lot of, exactly like you said, Michigan, well, now they can be Milligan men, Milligan women, and have that identity of being a hardworking team, of being a team of excellence, and being a team that puts others and their team first instead of individual glory. Uh, that's exactly right. I'm ready to run out right now and get started. Because, I mean, if you're not excited about being able to be a part of that, then then... I don't know what gets you going. That, that is certainly understandable. And since we were talking about recruiting, how have you been creative in recruiting during this process? With a new program, um, if you look at a lot of new companies, I, I like to model myself over successful um, things that I see out there. Mod, new, brand new companies do a great job with branding. Just getting the name out there. This is who we are and this is what we do. And this is our, our mindset. Um, and I've just been going out to tournaments. I've been going out to recruiting events and just going out there and talking to people and saying, Hey, this is Milligan university. This is what we do. This is who we are. Um, spread the word out there. And so I'm going to another event this weekend in Delaware. I'll be at another event this weekend or at the end of the month in Nashville, uh, been a bunch over the summer. Um, and you know, like I said, there's great universities out there, but this is who we are and this is the, the type of person that would fit well with Milligan and, and um, I think would fit well with our bowling team and just getting the word out there. It's, it's, it's been a lot of miles on the road. Um, but again, I just love what I do. So it's, it's, it's uh, very rewarding. Well, we talked about students getting recruited, but you had to take this job in the first place. <laughs> so why did you come to Milligan? Because Ottawa, Kansas was a very and still is a very successful program. They yeah, were yeah, right. ranked in the top fifty. Like I thought about going there during my recruitment, and so it's a very successful program. So why did you decide to take this leap of faith and go to Milligan? Um, it definitely wasn't something that uh, I looked out to do. It was something that just, uh, you know, it, it opened up. Um, cause we were building a great program there in Ottawa. Um, and like you said, I, I think their best years are in the next couple of years coming up. Um, and, uh, my wife and I, you know, if we always look at, you know, don't stay still, always be looking to improve. You can be at the same location and look to improve, or sometimes those opportunities come up at other places. So we had a checklist of, of every single thing that if I ever were a head coach or moved into another program what would it need to have? Um, and just it, it, Milligan opened up. They weren't advertising for a, a coach. Uh, we just met through some connections and, and um, it just checked off everything that I could be happy at for the next, I don't know, however long I'm alive, hopefully a long time, um, and uh, be proud of, of what we can start here at Milligan. So um, I, I miss everybody over at Ottawa. Uh, they're great people over there. Um, uh, but definitely I'm, I'm super excited over, over the next 10, 20 years here at Milligan.
and you're starting the recruitment trail off fast. You already had four people signed, four boys signed for this fall season. You're having your women's team that's going to start in fall 2022 and already getting recruits from that aspect. But you also signed with Hammer to be the team's ball sponsorship. So tell me about that process because you're getting all of these accomplishments and milestones off quickly, even before the team rolled their first ball down the lane. Yeah, I've been blessed to have some connections over the past few years. I started my own pro shop up in Michigan uh, a little while ago, and I met some great people in the bowling industry. Um, and uh, it's it's amazing that I don't all these companies are so involved in um, youth bowling at the high school and collegiate level, and 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 want to see it flourish. And so, through a lot of my connections, I was able to um, get a sponsorship deal with Hammer. Hammer Bowling, they're going to give us some great equipment this year, um, and uh, I'm excited for the guys because, you know, I know college students, and they'll take as much free stuff as they can get, right? Absolutely. Um, That's one of the <laughs> things I'm looking forward to when I start my college bowling in 10 days to get some of that free gear. Absolutely. Free gear. If it's free, it's for me, right? Right. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, you guys are, are struggling college students. So as much equipment as I can get, it'll make us better on the lanes too. Uh, you know, it'll allow us to put that another ball in our bag and, and hammer's got some awesome, awesome equipment. Um, I think you've probably heard of the purple hammer. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's a okay. ball that's just, just starting to get popular. Um, but uh, it's yeah, it's been having some results uh, to all my <laughs> friends that are two handed left handers. There's like up second arrow. And then they're shooting 250, 260. Yep, yep. Just throw the purple hammer up second arrow if you're lefty and just sit down. It'll only take one shot. Um, but, yeah, uh, it's just been nice, too, in the pro shop world. I've met a lot of connect connections with some great pro shop people with the late Mo Pinnell. And, and um, uh, it, it's afforded me a chance to learn from the best um, in order to give us the best possible chance for success. Well, as a pro shop owner, you know that different balls fit with different people. So what do you say if a player usually uh, was a Storm player, they used a lot of Storm products, or they used a lot of Motive products, and now they're coming to your program who's going to be using Hammer and maybe some of the other balls in the Brunswick brand? How will you adapt to that situation we we have a non-exclusive agreement to start with so they can still use another brand's bowling equipment um you know for the next few years as we're starting to fill bags uh, but as a pro shop person when i put that hat on every single bowling ball is going to strike i don't care what company makes it if you put the holes in the right place and throw it in the right place on the lane um and so yeah if, if you got a, a phase two in your bag that you that is just crushing it you know at least we'll be able to keep that in your in your bag until until we see something from any of those brands of brunswick that can replace it so it's it's going to be a nice thing for people to throw what they're comfortable for the next couple of years i would think so as well well as we wind down here coach if there's a recruit out there listening to the millions and millions of people that listen to this podcast what would you tell them about milligan or yourself and why should they come and be a part of your program? Well, you know, again, I thank you for doing this. It just, it, it helps us get the word out there about different programs that might match up with different people. And, 
And that's what I would say. If you're looking at Milligan or looking to bowl collegiately is um, try to find the school that you're going to be proud of that matches who you are. You know, we're a small, uh, we're a Christian university. Um, we will give you a phenomenal education and stuff to get into here. Um, and if, if that meets what you're looking for, and um, I didn't mention too, it's in a beautiful part of Tennessee, uh, the mountains and the weather is just fantastic. That was one of the check boxes my wife and I put together. Phenomenal weather. A um, lot less tornadoes than Kansas for sure. <laughs> but, for sure. Uh, um, but yeah, it, if you think Milligan might be a good place for you to get a great education, um, our bowling program, uh, my vision over the next three, four years is to be um, competing at the national championship level. Um, and you want to help build a program from the ground up and be part of that first few classes that, that start something uh, extraordinary, like I'm planning on doing, like we're planning on doing here, then yeah, just reach out to me and, and we'll talk and see if it's a, if it's a good fit. Well, you all heard it here. Milligan University is going to be on the up and up, and I can't wait to see what happens. But that's all for now, so I'll leave you with this. The levels of success are good, better, best. So never let it rest till you're better than the best. See you all next week.